Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and this is episode two of season one, Movie Trilogies. All right, so we're joined by Damien, Tyler, and Greg. Damien, right before we started uh, started the pod, you had mentioned you wanted to be able to pick some movies that we had eliminated from our first episode where we laid out the rules, what we all agreed on are the rules of what a trilogy is. Explain that a little bit. I I think what I mentioned was that my honorable mentions are all movies that I wish I could have put into my picks, but they're not because they are greater than three movies. Right, and then I I asked specifically if a movie is no longer a trilogy, like there's more than three movies, by definition, it is no longer a trilogy. So how, what is the, what is the argument from lists you look at, from, from internet, from, a, a, you know, articles you read or whatnot, what's the argument against that if there are more than three movies? I don't think anybody's arguing against it, um, but the list that I, that I looked up just to get points, points of reference, right, um, in, uh, cases where there were more than three movies, the, the example I'll just use is The Matrix, um, because that shitball fourth movie makes it not a trilogy. Um, <laughs> well, technically, it's a it's a requel, so I'm open to hearing the argument that it's actually not a continuation of the fourth movie, the third movie. It's actually a reboot of the whole series, opposed to a continuation. I'm open is- to hearing that. This is why I didn't like the the like definition that we came up with arbitrarily, which the rest of the, the inter, uh, internet doesn't doesn't like abide by, because you're just <laughs> looking at three movies. Um, and in cases like The Matrix, when there are more than three movies, you know they they might call it out as like this is one of the best trilogies that you can watch on whatever list, um, with an asterisk saying um, this isn't officially a trilogy because there are four movies now. Now, out of everybody on this pod, you are the last person I thought would argue this point because you are very much like black and white. It's a trilogy. It has three movies, Anthony. That's why it would be a trilogy. So I'm shocked that you would then say, well, there's a fourth movie, but I'm going to eliminate that fourth movie. I'm only going to think about those three. Is it because they are in sequential order? Because say say you had the four Matrix movies. And the last one, which is what, Resurrections? Is that what it's called? I don't even remember. I think it's Resurrections. Say that was the second movie. Would you then say, I liked one, three, and four. That's a trilogy. I'm going to eliminate two? What? <laughs> He's saying, can you just group random, a random trio? So you get four movies. No. Do you always have to go with one through three? I see. As the original trilogy, or do you sub one in for one shitball movie that you don't like? No, Correct. I wouldn't. I'm, I'm like in my head, I've not picked and choose of the th- four, five, six movies. These are the three, and I'm saying these are. This is my trilogy. If I, if I'm using like the internet as the reference point for the places where they picked more than three for a trilogy, it in most cases when I'm looking at it, they're referencing just the first three movies. It didn't seem like I saw any that were going like, oh, movie two through, you know, Mm -hmm. five or two through four or whatever, you know. Like like Potter, you're not picking Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, and Order of the Phoenix. Like you're not picking three, four, and five. You would go one, two, three. It's like they're going one through three. There happens to be more, but we consider this like a snapshot of a trilogy. Hmm. I'm trying to think because I did see a list that specifically had Mission Impossible movies on them, and I don't remember if it was the first three or the second three. 
the I no, I saw one like that, and it was yeah. listing like Mission Impossible one through three, and I, and I was it. like, how can you list that the best one? The third Mission Impossible is garbage. The first one's terrible too. I think first it's the second like, one is garbage, Greg. The second one is John Woo. Oh, Slow mo, okay. yes, yes. birds flying, With motorcycle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Around long yeah. hair, Tom Tom oh, Cruise. God, so bad. All right. Again, <laughs> if you guys want to change the definition, if we want to make it a trilogy, can be four movies, but we're going to take the first three. I mean, I'm I'm fine with that if that's what the group wants. I'm not advocating for that. For the record, <laughs> he was just lamenting the fact that. You pigeon you 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 boxed him in, man. It's fucked up. I mean, I didn't box him in. I'm using the definition of a trilogy as three movies, and if there's a fourth, that is no longer a trilogy. It's a quadrilogy, or whatever that word is. I'm not boxing anybody in. It's it's math, my man. <laughs> I don't. Well, I think I think it's fair that honorable mentions could be one that we take that that perspective of like the we wish it could have been if they hadn't made that damn fourth movie. Yeah. It would have been perfect. <laughs> I, I mean, I would have I would have probably been like, yeah, I'm down with Indiana Jones and Matrix if we were to say like, hey, more so Matrix than Indiana Jones. But if someone was to argue like that's really not a continuation of the story, it's a reboot, like I would have I would have heard that. But I don't even think that's still a good trilogy though. So I think the first movie's really good and the second the second movie's okay and the third movie's a, is terrible. So that wouldn't be in my list. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> cool. All right, Damien, since uh, since your name starts with a D and we're going by the alphabet here, you're first, buddy. So we're going to discuss our top five favorite trilogies, not what we consider the best, or maybe it is what you consider the best. I'm not sure, but we had discussed doing favorites. Mine are certainly my favorites, not what I think are actually the best. What is your number five, Damien? Ooh, number five. Um, you know how I feel about ranking things. Um, I typically don't. And so I'm going to kind of make, make up my five as we go. Um, and I'm going to say five will start off and mine is definitely for the record, not best. Mine is favorite category. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to say number five is evil dead. Mm. Okay. Any, any reason why? I mean, you've talked about evil dead before on the pod a number of different times. Any, any reason why you like all three of those movies? So to, in fairness, it's been a really long time since I've seen Evil Dead 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And I think amongst the like cult followers, um, Army of Darkness, the third one, is generally seen as the weakest of the three. Mm-hmm. That was the first one that I saw. And, you know, I thought it was as a, as a young man, child maybe, it, <laughs> it captured me. Uh, and then I went back and watched the other two later at some point. And for whatever reason, I don't have quite as strong affinity to them. Um, and so, but they, but they are good. The whole like comedy horror thing is very unique. There's not a whole lot of movies that fit into that category. So it's different. Um, right. Bruce Campbell is incredible. Uh, and it's just such, yeah, I don't know. It's so, it's so different. There are very few things that you could really compare it to. I was going to say that might be the only horror trilogy that I can think of. I'm sure there are more. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know about mainstream. Not that those were mainstream, but they are now. But I don't know. You ever watch that show? You ever watch the spinoff show? I did. I watched uh, that. That what was that? Like probably six or eight years ago or something like that. No, I think it's still on. Well, I think wait, that they're just wrapping out. it up. Yeah, I don't know if it was that long ago. It's probably more like five years ago, but yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I remember watching it, and I was super excited when it first came out on HBO or Showtime or whatever network it was on. Sci-fi, I think. No, I thought it was on a premium thing. I think it's on Epics or... Sci-fi? Yeah, it's definitely not on HBO or Showtime. Yeah. But anyways. Anyways, yeah. Um, and I did. I remember watching it for a while. I, I, I probably only watched the first season, though, if there were multiple seasons. Got it. I watched a... a ran upon a clip uh, of him at... I think it was LA Comic Con, Greg, where he was just berating the uh the audience in not a super friendly way because apparently that's one of the most pirated shows and he was this you motherfuckers this and you motherfuckers that he's two people that were at his (laughs) at his panel so i mean he's got misdirected anger yeah he was he was not happy about it (laughs) yeah so it's like you're probably complaining at the one largest group of people in in a room at any one time who pay to watch his show and pay him to see him (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and pay him an absorbent amount of money to get an autograph from him. Yeah. All right, cool. Greg, your number five. My number five, I picked the Iron Man trilogy. Is, okay. Because I probably, because I think of like my favorite movies are usually the ones that I tend to watch the most. And I can't probably count the number of times I've gone through the MCU movies, um, especially the first Iron Man, which I feel like jump started a whole juggernaut of the entertainment industry. And, you know, I don't I find them pretty fun movies. Yeah, the first one is is awesome. It's a, it's a legit good movie. Is the second one like an actual enjoyable movie though? Cuz I remember it. I think I've only seen it maybe once or twice. I remember it not being good and then I don't remember anything about the third one. Like I remember Iron Man is not in the third one. Like Tony Stark is in the third one. Iron Man is not in it, but for like a hot second. Iron Man's in the third one some, but the third one is the one where uh, Ben Kingsley plays the uh, fake. Um, right. I remember that. And I just, I, it's funny because I don't think when I watched him in the theaters, I enjoyed the second, third one that much. But upon watching it more recently, again, I enjoyed the second one more, but I actually enjoyed the third one way more than I did before. And the third one's written by Shane Black, right? It's like a legendary action writer who makes mm-hmm. movies like La- or who's written like Last Boy Scout, Lethal Weapon, Predator. He make he's written these crazy good action movies, and then he wrote Iron Man. <laughs> I mean, I, it just didn't fit like his his yeah. mo. But everyone's got to get that check. Everybody's got to get that MCU <laughs> money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pleasantly surprised so far because neither one of your guys' trilogies are going to be anywhere on my list. So I don't think we're going to have as much crossover, at least at the at the top of the list. Maybe as we get towards the ones and twos. But yeah, Tyler, your number five. My number five is the Naked Gun trilogy, (laughs) (laughs) which brings me joy every time I watch it. Particularly the first one, but also Naked Gun thirty three and a third. There are just it's it's the type of I I like to go a lengthy period of time seeing some of my favorite movies, particularly comedies. I feel like, as I've gotten older at least, I like I don't like to watch them as much as I would have as a kid just because the jokes don't remain as funny. But so sure. now I try to watch these as sparingly as possible, and every time they just crack me up. And uh, Leslie Nielsen's brand of humor, as everyone knows, most famously from Airplane and... Um, is just is great and he plays everything with such a straight face and it and it kills me and some of the best 
lines and one-liners in any movie that I've ever heard uh, throughout the series. And it's my number five. Maybe the only mainstream trilogy that has an actual murderer in it. Like <laughs> uh, having OJ in it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't. Creates, it, it's always weird. It's always weird to see him because yeah. nobody, nobody sees the Hertz commercials anymore, you know. Yeah. Uh, so and he's super likable in that. Oh yeah, Nordberg. Yeah, Poor, yeah. He's, he's he's the sad, just naive. Right. Yeah, big How afro trying to walk through a door. <laughs> yeah. Is he in all of them or just one? No, he's in all of them. No, he's in, he's all, in all of them. them. Yeah, he's he's like he's Leslie Nielsen's sidekick. He's like his yeah. partner. Oh man. Yeah. I was just curious. I, I I'm sure there's <laughs> murderers in other movies, um, but probably not as well known. Nope. All right. Those movies yeah, can't I, hold up to a younger audience, I would imagine, right? Probably, probably not. not. And and they also, as many comedies do, even from not just thirty years ago, but was that thirty? Yeah, about thirty years ago. It's uh, not appropriate for the era. <laughs> so, but you know, but you're they're right. pretty clean, it, though, right? They're oh, they're very, fairly yeah, like clean. clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, double entendres and things like that, but not a vulgar or crass movie in certain ways, but um, yeah, I think a younger audience would have a hard time appreciating it the way that I did. And I think my friends liked it when I was, you know, at that age. I don't know what you weirdos thought. I haven't seen it in so long, but I remember thinking they were funny, but I couldn't tell you, like, I remember there's like Anna Nicole Smith is in one. There's like a, the baseball scene, right. Where he's an umpire, which is amazing. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure, for sure, for whatever reason, I thought you were gonna pick Austin Powers as your number five. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just like Tyler seems like an Austin Power guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my number five is is the Bill and Ted's trilogy. Ooh. And I, I mean, I know that I'm probably the only one that enjoyed the third one. Certainly didn't like it as much as the first two. I don't. I don't know that a movie still brings me as much joy that's that old as the original Bill and Ted. Like it's so charming and fun and funny, and quirky and original. And George Carlin's in it. I don't know. It's just the the first one is so funny, and then the second one is so. It's as funny in a different way. It's so much more corny, mm. but it's so enjoyable. And then I I really enjoy the third one. I still haven't seen the third one. Don't. Bother. I enjoyed it. Damien didn't like it. It's but bad. I liked it. It's bad. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Bill and Ted. So if you liked the first two, I don't see why you wouldn't like the third one. But it's enjoyable. I thought it was enjoyable. So you, Damien, you liked the first and second. I was just gonna say I love the first and second. Yeah. The third one is terrible. Yeah. It's definitely not terrible, but that's fine. I mean, it's well, the. Sh- I think it's it's in the 70s on Rotten Tomatoes for both ways. So I don't think. I think mean, I think Damien's probably the outlier. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not in the 70s. I remember it being, but. I think it's enjoyable. There you go. I'd be surprised. Not that I'm saying you're not telling the truth, but if the uh, if critics gave Bill and Ted three seventy, I would be surprised. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I might be completely wrong, but I for some reason thought that they had. Greg's looking it up right now. Damien, what's your number four? Um, my number four, I'm gonna say, is the Dark Knight. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We, we've, I feel like we've spoken a lot about the whole series, if not movies independently in the past. Um, 
I feel like you, you can make a strong argument that the movies overall um, make the cut, even for just the one movie that Heath Ledger was in. Uh, and I know you don't, uh, Anthony, you don't like the third one. Right. Um, I was okay with it. Um, and so, and so, yeah, I don't know. Like just th- that, obviously the, all of the Nolan movies, uh, his take on Batman is not one that I feel like we really see- saw anywhere else. Um, and, and it, yeah, it was just a different approach, super gritty, uh, very dark and I don't know, textured, I guess is maybe a good way to put it. Yeah. It's not that I don't like the third one. The third one is not at the same level as the first two. And again, you have at that point, Christopher Nolan, who's, who's known for his like rock solid scripts, right. With no holes in them. And that movie has a ton of holes in the script. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So that's, that's kind of my issue. And it, it pales in comparison to the first two. So I think that's, that's why. I enjoy that trilogy still, though. Even though I don't enjoy the third one, the first two are so good. I still, I still enjoy that as a trilogy. Craig, number four. My number four one is um, is the Godfather. I think for the similar kind of reason that Damien had for the Dark Knight, which is just that the the first the first two ones I feel like are so good, and I watch them so often that. I can almost forgive them for the third one. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched the third that they just released, like within the last couple of years? That's like the other cut of the third one. Hmm. I feel like I did because I remember going back through it. They like rearranged it, right? And they yeah. added some deleted scenes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I did. I don't remember if it like moved the needle for me of making it that much, but like a whole different movie. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's the third. I don't know, man. Those are the first two are so great. The second one maybe being the greatest sequel of all time. But yeah, that third one's so terrible, and they're just not as they're not a great watch. It's not especially the first one. The first one's kind of a a bit of a slow movie. So it's you you put them on and they're not just like, hey, I'm gonna sit here and just watch the whole thing. Yeah, it feels like like you're forced to do it almost. Yeah, I mean it it's it's like more so than I feel like most trilogies it's it finishes a story arc that like you just can't kind of stop at the end of the second. For sure. I mean, I they come out on 4K in March, so I'll definitely be watching all three of them <laughs> very soon. So I'm super excited. All right, that's a good one. Tyler, number 4. All right. Number 4. <laughs> This isn't meant to poke and prod, Anthony. There are several that I'm not putting on here because they seem obvious. Um, But I genuinely really enjoy two of the three movies and think they are quite good of the Ray Star Wars trilogy. (laughs) That's cool. I mean, look, man, if you you enjoy them, that's good. They're on the list. Awesome. on the surface, I'm glad you're, you're saying this inside <laughs> because The Last Jedi is is the movie I enjoy the most. But I think I think Force Awakens and The Last Jedi are incredibly enjoyable movies um, with the many, many holes that are unforgivable to many uh, Star Wars fans. I acknowledge those. I just don't care enough on that level to have sure. it ruin the experience for me. So um, 
they're just movies I'm I don't watch them a lot but when I'm considering I just want to put on a movie they always come to mind they're just really fun to watch uh, really enjoyable I think uh, for the most part the characters in the you know the, the the lead actors in in this trilogy are really enjoyable I love Oscar Isaac I think that Daisy Ridley does a great job um, John Boyega good in moments as well so uh, and it's just it's the Star Wars thing too it's that would probably it's not going to be my number one but the original Star Wars trilogy is as enjoyable as movies get for me and so this is obviously a continuation of that and it just feels like a good ass time watching a movie so number four is is there uh, i mean i've said it you and i have had these discussions on and off the podcast i don't think last jedi is a bad movie right i just hate the story Mm -hmm. but i don't think it it's visually it looks good there are some moments like the princess leia moment that is it's terrible right it's it's an atrocity it shouldn't be in any movie ever (laughs) whatever um but it's just not true to the star wars story so i don't i don't dislike the movie for the movie itself i dislike the story or i dislike the movie for the story the third one is a flat-out bad movie it's a bad movie and i think that one has about a third of the way through i thought this is great or or i'm at least really enjoying this and then it went so far off the rails that I I don't know that I'll watch it again. It, it's just, it becomes a bad movie. And it's so just all fan service. In your, I don't think it's fan service. In your, in what you just said, you, you said, well, it's Star Wars. So why would the prequels not fit in that same, it's Star Wars. And it's, uh, assuming the prequels are not in your three through one or one through three. They aren't anywhere to be found. I think... Part of me still enjoys watching those movies because of it, because it's mm-hmm. part of the whole series. But there's a level of quality, the difference in level of quality from either of the four through six or seven through nine mm-hmm. movies is just significantly different uh, in acting and story and the dialogue. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Dialogue, absolutely. The visual, absolutely. I don't know if the stories are that much. I don't think the stories on 7, 8, 9, especially because 7 is is essentially a requel. Mm -hmm. I don't think Mm -hmm. that the stories are that much better. But I'm with you. The execution is far far more, um, is far superior in in 7, 7, 8, 9. Mm -hmm. All right. A lot of people would just, a lot of, of, of the generation under us would disagree and they would say the prequels are the far superior trilogy because there's a whole undertaking on how those are like the best star wars oh now my. i don't want to hear no. any more about yeah. that <laughs> i mean it is what it is at some point <laughs> people are going to say seven eight nine are the best because they grew up with them yeah and maybe they're right maybe four five and six are only great because of our nostalgia for them there's something there's some truth to that i'm sure or empire strikes back is like one of the greatest movies of all time <laughs> <laughs> Damien, you're number three. Okay, so in stark contrast to our couple of movie runs where the third movie is a throwaway, um, my next one is going to be Back to the Future. And we've spoken at uh, extreme length about all of these movies. Actually, not about the third one, only informally about the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the third one is excellent. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you want to get into it. I'm not going to respond to a whole lot because obviously that's going to be on my list a little bit later. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't really want to say anything because <laughs> I want to wait. <laughs> wait till it gets them, to me. Damien, with rank, rank the three in order of your favorite. Maybe not best, but the, the ones you like to watch the most. Uh, it's, it's really tough. Mm. Um, I might actually just say one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the right answer because yeah. I think the problem with three, although I love it, is you don't have the Lorraine um, dynamic, right? She's she's barely in the movie. Yeah. Two, she's not in it as much, but she's still in it. So I think once you eliminate her, you lose a little bit of the charm of the trio opposed to just the duo. Now, granted, yeah. Christopher Lloyd and, and Michael J. Fox are so amazing in three, but I think you lose her and some of her kind of... Those like like in two when when she's fighting with Biff in eighty five when she's got the fake boobs and all the plastic surgery like that's a memorable scene it's a funny <laughs> scene she's not in it a bunch but she's amazing in that scene you lose all of her kind of comedic timing because she's not in the third one very much yeah the third one is excellent but for different reasons and you do you do lose out on on the Lorraine um, dynamic or whatever it is that the element that she brings to the to the film it's also a completely different setting and so you have to like mix things up and just accept it sort of for what sure. it is um but yeah third one completely underrated now just people think it's bad it's not bad who's people <laughs> i mean every time I, I read anything about it the third is like the throwaway like just not as good and i would say it's as good as the second I'm just don't enjoy it as I enjoy the second one more, but I think it's as good quality wise. Are people doing a recent article writing? Yeah, every time. Yeah, I mean every time they have a, 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 a anniversary, like an anniversary. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Greg. Mine. I. I mean, I'll make this short because Damien just talked about it. Um, <laughs> previously, <laughs> mine was Dark Knight for for the third one. I mean, let's talk about it a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about it. Damien said it was dark and gritty, and let's hear why Greg likes it. I think I like it because it's dark and gritty. Um, Again, I like the... I I really enjoyed the first one, and then I was, like, completely blown away by the second one. And then the third one, I feel like, wasn't great, but, you know, kind of, I guess, somewhat wraps wraps that up. But... um, Does it? I don't know. Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's, for me, that's kind of the problem is it doesn't really wrap it up. Yeah. It's like, it just gives you more questions at the end. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess for me, the second one shines so bright that it's, it's hard to kind of, um, and, and I enjoy watching it. And it's one of like my most memorable, um, experiences seeing a movie in the theater was watching that second one on IMAX and like the first scene pops and like the whole screen's huge and like, you know, like it kind of like takes you your breath away a little bit. Um, That, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me not to have the dark Knight somewhere on my, on my list. Yeah. I saw that movie in an, in a true IMAX as well. And they have the scenes where he's in China and the opening and they're just on a full real IMAX screen. It was pretty, pretty over the top. Yeah. Amazing. I think because the second one is so good, the first one almost becomes underrated because the first one's a legit good movie as well. Yeah. I wonder if when the Matt Reeves version of Batman comes out next month, if people are going to think these ones aren't as good if this one's amazing. Because this one is supposed to be so dark and, you know, based on 
the Zodiac Killer and things like that. So I wonder if they're going to have some revisionist history and not thinking the other ones were so amazing because this one could be like so much more violent and dark and everything that they lament for the second one. I don't know. I feel like I feel that the I feel like the Dark Knight has so many pieces of the movie that make it great. Like the filming was great. I thought the acting was great. I thought the mm-hmm. the soundtrack is mm-hmm. like one the of the score. best, you know, yeah. like the score. Um that I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems hard to I mean, it can share, I think, it really it can share the spotlight, but it would seem like hard that it gets dethroned so hard that it it becomes like these, you know, who yeah. who, who thinks that that movie's any good anymore. How long has it been? Has it been 15 years? It's coming up on 15 years, right? Close to, yeah, I think. Yeah. So I wonder if people are going to, you know, kids now who have kind of grown up with that, now we're going to see this and think like this is our Batman, kind of like I was talking about with Star Wars, and then think those aren't as good because these, because of this one. Because Matt Reeves has said he wants to make like a whole universe out of it now, right? So I don't know. I'm I'm just curious on how that's going to be. I can tell you right now, quantifiably, without ever having seen it, that Zoe Kravitz will be far superior to Anne Hathaway's shitball version of Catwoman. Like, oh yeah, she was that's, that's she was atrocious. <laughs> I'm just saying, she yeah, was atrocious. No, she was bad in it. Yeah. All right. 2012, when Dark Knight Rises came out. Okay, so 10 years. Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was like t- 2008 when the whole. Th- uh, but I was thinking Dark Knight specifically. But okay. But Batman Begins had to have been like 2000, what, 8, 2009 maybe? I think it was 2008. All right. All right, Tyler, you're number three. Number three, I'm going with the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo trilogy, which is a Swedish series based on some international best-selling books. I think it's arguably the best trilogy of this century. I mean, once you discount maybe Lord of the Rings, but it's, it's a fantastic trio i think to me the first one is the best third one's great also second one also really good it's with numi rapace who you've seen in prometheus and the drop with tom hardy uh and michael nyquist who you guys probably know as vigo from john wick yeah this guy i didn't yeah, know yeah. Many <laughs> yeah um but it's great it's it's uh i think that numi rapace plays a character who's one of the most nuanced characters i've seen in a while um and if you've, there's an American version by David Fincher with uh, Rooney Mara and Daniel Craig. Also, it's a good movie, but if you haven't seen either, I would definitely watch uh, the Swedish version. Really good series. What is the trilogy called? Well, I think Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series. So it's, there's Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Girl Who Played with Fire, and Girl Who Kicked a Hornet's Nest. I thought it had a name, but I could be mistaken. I thought the trilogy had oh, a, a name. Yeah, maybe, yeah, now that you say that, I mean, Stieg Larsson is the guy who wrote the novels, but I don't think they would identify by him. I don't know. Are the novels Swedish? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, translated, if they were translated to English, but um, yeah, I, I don't know if what he originally wrote it in. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't, I've watched them. It's been some time. They're a fucking downer. Yeah, and then and then the American version, the Fincher version, fe- felt like even more of a downer. Yes, yes. So I don't know that I would ever revisit those. The, the, it's right. called the Millennium Trilogy, actually, which I don't understand why. But <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Damien is girl with a dragon tattoo. Your number two? It is not. <laughs> okay. What do we got? 
Did you? Oh, I did not go. Holy shit. Thank you. <laughs> you threw me off there. I thought you were trying to fuck with me. <laughs> I'm going to go with a trilogy that it's purely because I enjoy the shit out of watching them. I do not think they are the best, but they are one of the most enjoyable sets of movies. And I think one of the most enjoyable movies of the 2000s, and that's the Oceans trilogy. Mm. I love... Yeah, well, yeah. I don't love the second one. I've grown to like the second one more. I absolutely adore the first one. Mm-hmm. I think that the first one specifically caught all of these like crazy mega stars at a perfect moment in time where they were not super popular actors. Like George Clooney was not a super famous person yet. Brad Pitt was Brad Pitt, but he wasn't. Everybody just thought he was you know handsome. He hadn't turned into like Brad Pitt yet. Matt Damon, all of these people, and it has such a, a fun blend of comedy and drama and heist movie and action movie second one is obviously a bit more of that and then the third one i feel like is kind of a a revisit to the first one so i enjoy the shit out of those movies i watch the first one often like it's one of the movies i'll just throw on if i'm doing something and i might not sit down and watch the whole thing but it's just on so i enjoy i enjoy those a ton so yeah those are great rank them in terms of your interest is it one three two then one three two yeah 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 Two is enjoyable, but it, I remember really not liking it the first couple times I watched it, and then it, it becomes more enjoyable. But it's it doesn't have like the because they're playing catch up the whole time, right? It doesn't have a, the same charm yeah. as as the first one does, and definitely not the second. And probably like the last Al Pacino movie I actually liked that he was in, hmm. maybe Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I really enjoyed. And he's in it for a very short period of time. But I think that's probably the last movie that he had a starring role in that I enjoyed. Yeah, not on my list, but what a really um, enjoyable set of movies. It's fun to watch. Sure. Yeah. Now your number two. Okay, so my number two is similar to your number three, I guess, um, in that it is definitely not um, the best trilogy, but it is... One that I very much enjoy. It's also going to be a movie where we throw away number three completely. Um, and it is. Can I guess it? Can I guess yes. it? Can I guess it? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It is. It is. We've talked so much about those movies um, on this podcast. Really high level, um, like, you know, overview. The first one is so, and I, I looked up the scores fairly recently. Marinda and I. They're terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. They're all terrible. Marinda and I watched all three of these movies within the past, like, probably three months. Um, the first one is so good, um, which, you know, for the reasons that we've talked about in the past of undertones of, like, um, family, brotherhood, um, you know, caring about things that are more important than yourself, etc., um, the second one is more of a fun movie. It doesn't really have that sort of that, that like, you know, pull for me uh, as the yeah. first one. And the third one is just an absolute train wreck of a movie. <laughs> yeah. It it's looks, an abomination. It looks horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. They did really, really terrible things with the suits. Uh, everything about it is bad and so cheesy. Um, but because of, <laughs> because of the first one and then by extension, the second one, uh, I pulled them into number two. So it is on my honorable mentions, and I wanted to put it in place of Bill and Ted, but the third one's so bad, dude. Like, unwatchable. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We watched it, and it was terrible. The the first one, this is, so I, because I, I watched the second one literally like two weeks ago. The first one, 
I think is the movie that gets better as you get older because it's a, has more substance to it. So I think that like, especially our generation that grew up with Ninja Turtles, the first one just gets better with age. I think the second one is the one we probably all liked the best at the moment because it's over the top. It's corny, vanilla eyes. It has the babies. Like it has the terrible, like Toka, was it Toka and Raza or whatever it is. Like it is corny, but still really enjoyable. And then the third one's it's, it has no redeeming qualities. Yeah, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Um, as, as a as a child, the second one was more fun for all the reasons that you already listed, and the first one was good because it opened up the universe, and yeah. we, it put this completely. I think uh, Greg, you described it in the podcast that we the long form podcast that we did an acid trip of an idea, which it completely is. <laughs> um, and but but yeah, as as like uh, you know, I've gotten older. The the first one is much more like I don't know, deeply meaningful. If which sounds completely ridiculous because it's a TMNT movie, but uh, I think it is, and it has much more like real world um, sort of like ties and uh, applications for how you can think about the movie and what the story is. And yeah, the third one's yeah. trash. Two reasons that the second one is not as good as the first one: no Casey Jones, right? And then you, you, the suits are not nearly as cool. They say they're the same suits. Actually, three reasons. They say they're the same suits. I don't know. And then you lose Corey Feldman as Donatello. One reason that the second one's better than the first one is because it's an upgrade on on April. Mm. An absolute upgrade. Yeah. Absolute. <laughs> you're you're on mute, by the way, Damien. Yep, got it. <laughs> Greg, number two. My number two. Um... I'm sure it won't be on anyone else's list. Uh, I was, I watched this a lot in college and like, you know, in the years after college, um, it was a trilogy called infernal affairs. Mm. It was a mm-hmm. Hong Kong movie and they made, it's what, it's what, um, Scorsese based the departed on, but he basically mm. compressed like three movies into one semi not great movie. Um, but the same the kind of was based. I thought the Departed was loosely based on Whitey Bulger. I don't know if he mixed that in, but I know yeah. I know for a fact. I got excited at first because I remember when they were first announcing that he was doing that movie. They said he's doing a remake of Infernal Affairs, and I got super mm-hmm. excited. And then I watched it, and I was like, eh, "Well, that wasn't great." Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's that same kind of storyline where there's a there's a cop, and you he doesn't know. Like, you know, he's starting to try to learn that they, like, uh, in this case, um, I think it was, uh, I can't remember what um, group it was, but they had placed moles in the police department, and he's trying to basically figure out who it is for the majority of the movie um, or the series. Um, but there was, it had a lot of, a lot of interesting parts to it, and I don't know, it's one, like, the first, like, uh, foreign films that, like, really I got gripped by. I have to check that out. I never even heard of it. I think as Greg is talking, I'm looking at my list, and I'm pretty sure we have gone completely off the rails and completely out of order because I've been saying number two. Damien, you're giving me your number three. Greg, your number three. Because Damien had, you had, uh, let's see here, Evil Dead. Yep. You had The Dark Knight. Yep. And then you just had, oh, no, you had Back Back to the the Future. future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I I skipped because I gave you guys two. I have not given uh, you all three. Cool. It doesn't matter. So we'll go to, <laughs> we'll go to Tyler next. 
Tyler. Ready now? Okay, I'm going with my number two. <laughs> You're number two. Yes. <laughs> and I, when when you said we're gonna name our favorite trilogies, one that right. came to mind that wasn't, I just. I, I wouldn't have thought this is going to be in my list, but then I thought about it. Liz, yeah, maybe I should watch that again. I haven't seen it in a while. And I watched them all in the last week or so. And they bring me so much joy. And this is a nod to one of the best actors of our growing up period. And it is Austin Powers, which is. <laughs> you, watched, you watched all the Austin Powers in the last week? Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Wow. Maybe 10 days. Excellent. The, the first one is phenomenal second one still (laughs) really funny but over the top and the third is not good but still has (laughs) still has enough mike myers bits to make it great uh i think he's just he i don't know how everyone i think we all like wayne's world probably on some level yeah Yeah. on all the levels (laughs) like all like all of them yeah so he has and the and the second one right i'm i'm down for the second one too so he wrote and starred in wayne's world he wrote and starred in all the austin powers movies and he's also helped reshape shrek to be what it was and that's not a trilogy but it's it's um also some really good movies and so i think he just has such a unique brand of humor and everything that has to do with movie making that um it it just makes me watching them again made me appreciate how much everything he touched seemed to be gold in the 90s and, and a little bit in uh-huh. the ground. Not every- <laughs> oh. never mind <laughs> i get it i get it <laughs> um but it was so fun it's just he's all you know the, will ferrell is in the first two he's barely in the second one um but like an unknown at that point and just has this scene in the first one and the second actually the, the one scene he's in the second just so great it's just a lot of fun to watch those i would recommend watching them again i haven't watched those movies in so long i was afraid that they wouldn't hold up it yeah. does but i i remember the the first one being so funny and the second one i remember just being amazing because of of mini me right and dr evil like kills it yep. in that that the second one all right I gotta go back and watch them. The third one I remember being terrible. Yeah, Beyonce, not not her strength. <laughs> is it, Acting, is it Beyonce no. that that you dislike from the third one? No, I mean she's not good in it. She's but it's not like oh this is great except for her. It's just um, Gold like Goldfinger is not a great not no, a great villain. He has a couple lines. Michael Caine has some good lines. It just felt like it had run its course. Maybe it's also because I'd watched them all in ten days. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's also gold, well, I mean, I gold mean, member, not gold finger. Oh, right. thank you, Get thank you. Right. I just, I remember, <laughs> like, I mean, if you're gonna look at Beyonce, like Liz Hurley was really f- oh. good in the first one, and then Heather Graham is incredibly charming in the second one. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Elizabeth Hurley at that time, <laughs> impeccable. But I she, mean, Elizabeth Hurley in twenty twenty two is still impeccable. So just, I digress. She she has some charm in the first, but she's also cringeworthy at least in certain scenes she's just sure. really bad um but heather graham is is if we're if we're rating their performances between the three of them i think she was the best i mean the first one was almost felt like like a underground like an independent movie almost yeah which one is the opening with like kevin spacey and tom cruise That's though three. yeah I it's rough 
it's a rough look yeah it's it's rough now but it's still funny like i I forgot he was in there that (laughs) but that opening bit was really well done yeah the, all the opening bits for those movies are yeah. are fantastic, right? Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to um, – my number four, because I didn't talk about my number four, and I'll just skip by it. It'll save the argument. Lord of the Rings is my number four. Um, <laughs> number two for me is Star Wars. So number two pre-seven, eight, and nine Star Wars would have been number one, if that makes sense. Post – new trilogy is now number two because the Star Wars fans are fucking insufferable and I can't deal with them anymore and I can't deal with every time a new Star Wars show comes out on Disney Plus it's like the most amazing thing ever and it's the greatest show of all time like I'm just super done with Star Wars and it fortunately it makes me not like the originals as much which sounds ridiculous but I just I can't stand Star Wars fans anymore Mm. but I mean it's a Star Wars trilogy I think it I think it's probably the best trilogy of all time because I think those are the probably three strongest movies mm-hmm. of the group more so than Lord of the Rings because I really don't like Return of the King as much as I know a lot of people do. Um but I I mean it's Empire Strikes Back is is one of the greatest movies of all time and I think if you look at A New Hope it's also one of the greatest movies of all time. But I can't stand Star Wars fans. <laughs> so we're just going to we're just going to we're going to go to the next. Damien No. no you you no, go ahead. You go can't ahead. Let a bunch of shitbirds ruin and taint your love of phenomenal movies. I mean, I still love them, but I can't support the IP anymore. Like, I can't do it. Not even on a podcast with your words? No, I'm telling you, like, I still love them, but I can't, like, I just, they suck, man. They suck. They suck so bad. They do. I can't. I think we've talked about this before. I feel so sorry for you that you let other people who you don't know and don't care about you and you don't care about them ruin things for you. It's not about people that I don't know specifically. It's more about just the whole culture of like Star Wars and pop culture and how they are now the, the most amazing things of all time and we have to have them all the time. It's not necessarily like the people. I guess it does end up being the people, but it's more about being inundated with like the social media posts, all the articles that I read, things like that. It's just like they're shoving it down your throat 24-7. It dilutes what was an amazing trilogy because now we have too much of it. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's been way, way diluted, and it's not special when it was, but that doesn't... But then then even like when they come out with Book of Bubba Fett, right, which might be amazing, I don't know. I'm going to say it's probably not. Like I've seen enough of the clips. But then you start changing things that happened during those original trilogies. So it starts to change how I feel about them because they're trying to have like revisionist history at this mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. on a series, on a, on, a, on a trilogy that was, you don't really need any of that. Like I get why they're doing it. Disney needs to recoup all the money they spent on it, but it just changes what the movies were about to me because they're changing characters. Last Jedi, again, tried to change Luke Skywalker and I'm not, I'm not here for that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, but that's all outside of the three movies. Sure, but it is they're trying to change it. So it 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 would be I don't have the ability to not let it influence now when I'm watching the original movies, it influences how I how I see them now. Well, I mean 
I get what you're saying because like but like to even like a lesser point like I think it's you know I think like it's with anything if the more they string it out the less special the original ones are like I kind of look at like maybe yeah maybe like the Die Hard you know the the first three Die Hard movies if that was if they just stopped right there imagine how much greater of an IP that would be versus them continuing to continue to keep making more and more and more until Bruce Willis is in a wheelchair. <laughs> like Damien, if they came out with a with a a series the uh, the book of Hans Gruber <laughs> and it was going to tell you about Hans Gruber like right before he got the Nakatomi Plaza and it was just a shitball series, like are you interested in that? Like would that not that wouldn't change how you feel at all about the original because you if you watch it it's not going to change how you feel about like what that character's doing in the original movie at all. No, absolutely not. This, this like we just talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and how bad the third one is. Uh, it doesn't make me feel any less good about or enjoy the first or second one any less than than I uh, did before because of how bad the third one is. But they're not telling you anything more about those characters. It's a continuation of their story. Where these are almost telling you more about. Like Boba Fett, right? He's in the second one. He's in the third one. He's now in the first one, which he wasn't originally. He comes out and he's mysterious and he's badass and he has this suit and you, he's super likable because of like, he, you're drawn into him. I don't know that he's likable. And now with the prequels, they give you a whole backstory on who he is, which is like, okay, that part of the draw of the original character was like the mysteriousness of it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you're not, like they're not giving you Kano's backstory in the third one. You know what I'm saying? They're they're just continuing the main characters, which you already know about. They've already given you all of the backstory. Where Book of Boba Fett is giving you a backstory of a character that you didn't need to know because you're already in you're already invested in him for very specific reasons. I, I get what you're saying. For me, it doesn't it doesn't make me dislike like there's no scenario that I can think of where a movie that I enjoy Something else mm-hmm. happens in the future. They like maybe the Matrix is another example, which of like I, I don't I dislike the fourth movie. Um, you can call it a whatever the hell word was made up requel um, of like it's a new spinoff or whatever. It's different in some way. It doesn't matter how bad it is. It doesn't matter if they came up with, you know, five more movies. It is not going to change how much I enjoy the first one. That's fair. I'm telling you, I can't do that. So I know. That's why I feel bad for you. <laughs> that's cool. I don't need you to feel bad, but that's good. What are some of your honorable mentions? If you have some honorable mentions. I don't have honorable mentions. My biggest, well, maybe Austin Powers is my my honorable mention because I did enjoy that that trilogy and I would totally agree with everything that you just said, Ty, um, and also that Beyonce just um, didn't, didn't do a whole lot for the third movie. She's yeah. amazing for a bunch of other reasons, uh, but she was terrible in that movie and her... Um, voice acting performance in a Lion King movie was wretched. Um, She's a shitty actress, dude. Like it's, it's okay to say. No, I know. I'm saying she was great yeah. for a bunch of other things, and what I'm talking specifically about is outside of film. Um, but her Got acting career, I think, has been terrible. She's just yeah. not good. Um, and that's fine. We can't all be amazing at everything. <laughs> um. So, anyways, Austin Powers is on the list. Um. I considered throw I, for for an honorable mention. I might also throw Mighty Ducks on there, mostly for nostalgia reasons. Um, I think the third one is probably terrible. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. Yeah. 
Um, it's better than Ninja Turtles 3. That's not hard <laughs> to believe. Which um, which of the Mighty Ducks is the one against Iceland? That's the... S- that the second? The se- the sec- no, that's the third one. Okay. Is it? No, no, that's the second yeah. one. Yeah. Second okay. one. The third one is when they're in private school. It's JV versus varsity. Yeah. Oh, oh, I never God. saw that. Which which feels like a I mean, straight to straight to DVD type movie. It definitely <laughs> wasn't, but well, what I said is it feels like it's a straight to DVD movie. Which, yeah, I don't, I don't remember it being terrible. Like again, I haven't watched the third one. I haven't watched any of those in forever. But I remember being like, all right, yeah, this is a Mighty Ducks movie. Like I haven't watched the the anybody watch the the show? No, no, my wife with the shitbird. Shitbird Emilio Estevez, who quit because he didn't want to follow COVID protocol. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Not a good look. So they replaced no more no more uh, Gordon Bombay. Damn. Yeah. Placed his ass with, I think, who? Josh Dumel, I think. Yeah. Probably an upgrade. That's such a good upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Probably an upgrade. <laughs> My third honorable, or maybe the last honorable mention, is um, the Mad, the original Mad Max Um trilogy which mm-hmm. which i think most people at least anecdotally um enjoyed the third movie the best or and remember yeah. that one beyond thunderdome the most but from like reading very briefly things on the internet it seems like people who care a bit more say that that's the weakest of the three yeah i haven't seen those you know mel gibson so i don't know if i can watch those side note because you just brought up mel gibson does anybody realize that he's come he's in a movie that's coming out that's about god is there like somebody who shouldn't be in a movie that's about god more than mel gibson i'm just just spitballing here i just thought of it saw it when i went to go see uncharted what movie is that uh it's a movie that mark Wahlberg is in that's he's playing a priest who has some it's a true story that has uh, a muscular issue and mel gibson is like either his dad or his like mentor and they're talking a whole lot of praying and whatnot. And I'm just mm. thinking like Mel Gibson's a terrible human Yikes. being and shouldn't be involved oh. with religion or maybe he should. I digress. Damien, you're number one. Um, uh, yeah, I have lots of questions as well, Greg, and then I'll start with how. Um, <laughs> my, uh, my number one is like a pretty clear pick, I think, and it's Lord of the Rings. Um, I just... Number one truly. Yeah, I mean... We all, we all saw the video. Yeah, yeah exactly. Number one truly. Um, yeah, just what an absolutely incredible series of movies. This is completely random. I think within the last month, I was in some work conference call, and we did uh, icebreakers, right? So you spend like five minutes talking about, mm. you know, everybody answers one question uh, or the Terrible. same question. And the question that um, that was posited to the group was if you could be if you could like live in any movie um what would it be in and the very first thing that came to my mind was lord of the rings and you can like you know pick a movie or or just say the universe Mm. and so and that immediately came to mind when we were talking about this this overall you'd be killed so fast (laughs) like zero you would be fucking wrecked bro it doesn't matter what if i lived in the shire none of those people are dead like what are you talking about i'd be killed absolutely they they for sure Get wrecked. You haven't read those books? Who the fuck is talking about the books right now? <laughs> I mean... What do you mean? We're talking uh, okay. about the movie so trilogy. For, we won't talk about the books. I mean, the ring rates come through and they, they might wreck some people. They kind of leave that open-ended on how many people they're wrecking in the Shire to find the four. I mean, they Damien went... Shifty, he'll find, it. he'll find a way to hide. Yeah, they went... Damien's going to be wrecked on weed and beer 
with his big ass feet. He's not he's not shifty. <laughs> Zero shiftiness. Why do you just have to try and bring me down anytime you can? I'm, like I'm talking about something I'm I enjoy, saying, my number one. I want to live in this universe not, and you're like, you're gonna yeah. die. Because like my mind goes to <laughs> the universe unless you're an elf and you're getting the fuck out of there is kind of a hey. kind of a mess. I feel bad for you. It's just I'm just that's where my mind I went. Know. That's it's why a, I feel bad for it's you. It's a mess through that whole fucking trilogy. That's all I have to say about that. That's my it, number one. All right, man. The good pick. Good pick. Greg. Okay, Greg and Tyler, are your is number one just gonna be Lord of the Rings for both of you? Because if it is, why don't you guys just talk about it right now? It is for me. <laughs> yep. Same. Ditto. Cool, 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 cool. Greg, do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, my honorable mentions are both movies that I wish were just left at a trilogy, um, <laughs> which I already mentioned Die Hard. And then the other one I actually rem- uh, remember enjoying a lot uh, was uh, the Bourne Identity original mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. I yep. really enjoyed mm-hmm. those. D- d- okay, so the ho- there's there's the three original, and then the fourth is with the, Jeremy Renner. There's a Jeremy Renner one, and then there's a... there's a- The fifth is is terrible. Yes, in the fifth one, but like loops back to the original people. Mm-hmm. So like right, that's where I bad. feel like it ruins it because Jeremy Renner's one was almost like a standalone, yeah. and then but then right. the fifth one goes back to the main story arc. Isn't the fifth one where he drives a car? There's like a 15 minute car chase through Vegas. Yes, oh, and man. it's bad. I don't even remember. I remember the fifth <laughs> one being like terrible. It wasn't anything like the first three, but I could be wrong. Yeah. All right. Nobody's got Jurassic Park. No Jurassic Park on there. Uh, I mean, the first one I mean, was so two, good, but like two and three are bad. Yeah, <laughs> but what? But one is one. I know, but like, there's. I guess there's one thing to say. Like, if two of the movies are good and one's bad, but like to have one only one movie good and the other two are bad, it's just like at one point should they have just stopped at one movie and never made any more. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we could go back to the book thing, but Damien's going to yell at me, so I'm not going to. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's not on my honorable mentions either, but I wanted, I really wanted to. But the, I mean, the third one has talking raptors, so I can't fuck with that. And the second <laughs> one is an abomination. What well, I feel so, like, right. even the new ones only rely on the the nostalgia of the original movie. Like, if you watch that most recent trailer, it's all just nostalgia to the original. Requels, bro. Yeah, Requels. <laughs> all right. Greg, Lord of the Rings. Let's hear it. It, it, it. I mean, like what Damien said. Like uh, for me, it's it's a it's a trilogy I rewatch a lot, and I, in my opinion, it's like one of the most solid trilogies that there are. And so I think those two things factor together. Like it's hard to, it's hard to have it anywhere but be number one. Am I the only one who's out on an island who doesn't like the third one that much? Because I know that that's the one that won all the Academy Awards, but I feel like those were all a well, lot of like yeah. career achievement. Not yeah. a career achievement, but for the whole trilogy. Yeah. Like I just feel like the third one is by far the weakest and definitely the feels like the longest. Whether it is or not, it just feels like it is. Well, I think maybe it feels that way because these were filmed not as three separate movies, but like one continuing story between the three movies, which I feel like is sure. also what makes it one of the strongest trilogies is because – you, there is no other trilogy group that you could say, like, you can't just say, oh, 
if they just never done the, the third one, those first two would have been a great sequel. It's like, no, these movies sure. live to be in the three. And so I think as as that, like, the third one's always going to have, I feel like, maybe a little bit less story and a little bit more, like, focus on resolving the storyline. Like, and sure. and I think that's maybe what you maybe what you react to a little bit more when you watch it. I think the the third one for me it's it's the four endings that <laughs> that get me. Yeah. <laughs> um and then it's again I don't want to get yelled at by Damien. It's they change the ending from the book. We're not talking and about And the ending book. in the book is really good. I understand. <laughs> um so I think for me that's what takes away from it. Yeah. But it just feels like the longest movie. It just it feels like it drags a little bit. Yeah. And I can't watch Denethor eating fucking <laughs> the fruit cherries <laughs> or not cherries, uh, like tomato, yeah. cherry tomatoes or whatever he's eating. And it's it, it weirds me out a lot. Tyler, honorable mentions. I've got a lot. Um, <laughs> let's, um, let's hear them. <laughs> Back to the Future might even be like that, Back to the Future is not not in your top five most should, enjoyable. I, mean, I knew Danny was gonna pick it. I knew it was gonna be picked multiple times. So. Things on here, things that are in my top five, aren't really my top five. But you know, I'm going for. <laughs> you, Got it. You want to always talk about the same movies like we're doing with Lord of the Rings here, pal? I want, I want honesty and transparency. All right. Well, I'm being honest. I, my list is a lie. So, <laughs> um, Star Wars: The Original Trilogy, Ocean's series, Men in Black. I really liked the first. Great. Second one, bad. Third, I, I I enjoyed. I don't remember not one point of the third movie. Like, not any part of it. Well, go back and watch it. Uh, okay. Evil Dead, for sure. Buoyed by Army of Darkness, a great movie. Dark Knight. Rush Hour. This is a great series. I liked Rush Hour. That movie doesn't... Those movies don't hold up anymore. Haven't seen them in a long time, I, but I believe you're... I believe that. And then... Yeah, nothing Chris Tucker does... <laughs> holds up except for friday yeah okay <laughs> uh and the fifth yeah. element oh yes. yeah and the fifth, fifth element, element. Yeah. Yep. yeah in a in a in a little bit yeah in a in a cameo role yeah. and indiana jones because the fourth movie doesn't exist so if you were able to pick indiana jones where would it be number one without nothing would be close over lord well, of the rings lord of the rings would be close Nothing else would be close. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would be close. Well, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings is the the only thing I'll say is that it's um, it's my favorite movie going experience by far. Nothing felt more magical and like swept me up and so captivating. So that is um, the best trilogy of all time. So. Going back to Indiana Jones versus Lord of the Rings, it, is it safe to say that you would rather watch Indiana Jones than yes, Lord of the Rings? Yes, one thousand percent. Yeah, and is that because of like the heavy subject matter or the runtime? I, I think probably not heavy subject matter, but runtime, and I'm I still will only watch those movies like once every five years. I, I just don't want them to feel like I'm just gonna plop this on. To me, it's it's just too special of a movie viewing experience to like just watch it regularly so but indy i'll watch da those all the time damien rank lord of the rings one two three uh amongst each other yeah um it's either it's either one two three or two on three 
Craig? I think mine is 213. Tyler? 123. Yeah. 123 for me. It's got to be the extended editions, oh, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even remember, remember the, the original cuts. I was going to say, I don't remember <laughs> them either. All right. So, my number one, well, let me do, I only have one honorable mention that wasn't mentioned by everybody else, and it's uh, it's the uh, Beverly Hills Cop trilogy. Oh, wow. yeah. So, yeah. I think yeah. that the first one is amazing, and I think the second one is as good as the first one for different reasons, but I enjoy the shit. I actually enjoy the second one more than the first one, but I think the first one's a better movie, and the third one's not a good movie, but it's not as bad as something like Godfather 3 or Ninja yeah. Turtles 3, so it's still enjoyable. They're supposed to make a fourth of that, so I really hope they don't, but one and two are, I think, classic mm-hmm. 80s, early 90s action movies, and yeah. Eddie Murphy at like peak of his power. So I think those are amazing. My number one is Back to the Future, mm. and we've talked about it at nauseum. Um, uh, one is my favorite movie of all time, and I think that they did a great job of each one of those movies feels very different. Even though the second takes place during some of the first, they still feel like different movies, mm-hmm. different stakes, completely different storyline. Um, so I just think they've done an amazing job of differentiating themselves for one, two, and three, mm-hmm. where it is a continuous, like over overarching story, but very different movies. So yeah, they're just I don't know. I think it's impeccable. I think that those are probably besides Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, probably it's the best three movies for a trilogy. Random yeah. side note, but like what you were saying about the fact that part of the second one takes place in the first one. What an incredibly challenging thing to do that they pulled off amazingly. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that should have been and they did some... on paper that should have been garbage. Like mm-hmm. to try to to try yeah. to do that. Yeah. And they did something like Lord of the Rings did where they didn't film them simultaneously, but they filmed two and three back to back. Yeah. Like they didn't take a break. So, but I'm with you, Greg. Two shouldn't have worked, and it does. And I think some people would say it's terrible, and then some people say it's amazing. I'm, I think it's it's a great movie. So it's not it's not number one. Yeah, but it's still really good. So I wanted to ask you guys a question before we wrap it up. That is not on the agenda, and I'm just curious if anybody has any ideas because I have one. I have one thought on it. Is there a movie series now that is? not in its trilogy. It does not have a third movie. Maybe it has a sequel. Maybe it's supposed to be a trilogy that you're excited about that could potentially join your list or go into your honorable mentions. Because I have one, but I don't I don't have any other thoughts besides one. And I can share that while you guys think if you want. I, one comes to mind that I sort of badmouthed in episode one of this season, <laughs> which is the Knives Out right. series, which the first one was outstanding. I truly believe the second will be really good, and that's enough to make to sustain a, a trilogy. I again, I have issues with announcing a third movie when you haven't even really developed the second at all. So I'm skeptical that would be good, but I think the second could probably be great, and maybe the third's yeah. good. So that feels like a pretty obvious choice to maybe if we were to redo this list in five years, it would at least be an honorable mention for me. Okay. Yeah, for me, it would just be Quiet Place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that the third one just got announced for 2025. So depending on what that looks like, I think the first two are definitely good enough that that would probably potentially be in my top five. For sure, honorable mentions. Yeah, I didn't know they were doing the third one. They are. That's good. Damien, you were nodding. Anything else? Or is that is that what you were yeah, going to say? Yeah, I was trying to th- – I knew there was something because this is such a sort of specific niche question. Um, I knew yeah. there was something that came to mind and I couldn't think of what it was. I was trying to figure out 
how do I ask Google a question that I don't even know how to ask? <laughs> um, and, and then I, it came to me as soon as like seconds before you said it. And yeah, I completely agree. Well, I mean, there's a lot of movies that are coming out. There's a, there's, you know, for instance, like uh, Black Panther is going to have a trilogy. The second one's coming out this year. So it's going to get to that point. I know a lot of people love that movie. Um, you know, Halloween, which I know most of us are not a fan of that. It's going to have its third movie coming out this year. Um, there are movie series like Uncharted. They've already said they're going to make more of those because of how well the first one just did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are going to be movies that are going to have trilogies. I'm trying to think what else. There's the Spider-Man trilogy, obviously, that just wrapped up. Um, Blade is supposed to be a, a trilogy. Nobody mentioned the original Blade trilogy, which yeah. I know I saw on, on a number of lists. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Tyler. I, that, uh, it came to my mind previously, and I didn't add it to my list, but that would be an honorable mention. I'm surprised. Yeah, the first one's great. Yeah. I don't really like the second and third one that much. The third one specifically is not very good, but the first one's really good. I like I'm surprised one. no one mentioned John Wick, which I guess on the flip side, the reverse side of your question, I'm probably, as far as <laughs> trilogies are concerned, I'm less looking forward to a fourth John Wick just because I feel like it, the more they do, the more potential they have to kind of dilute that series. Yeah. yeah. I'm more interested with John Wick on all the like universe stuff that they might do. Cause I think that could potentially be an, an interesting universe, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, something that I would like to see them revisit and they've s- kind of talked about it is the Hellboy series. The first two were, were really good. They were supposed to do a third one. Ron Perlman was interviewed. I saw recently and he's like, I'm fucking almost 80 years old. I'm not probably not gonna be able to do another, <laughs> another Hellboy, but those first two were, were enjoyable to me. But that remake and obviously, was... Not good. The remake was not great, but it had nothing to do with obviously the original. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I got one. Tyler. Yeah. Kill Bill 3. Oh, man. Yeah. What a great call out. Yeah. Yeah. If they do that, yeah, I mean, who knows, right? Says it's announced, you know, maybe that, but that would be one and two. Three could be the worst movie of all time and still be one of the best trilogies ever. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They could. He, I wouldn't say Quentin Tarantino is going to do something bad, but I don't know. He could do something bad and fuck that trilogy up, right? Because people love the first two so much. Yeah, yeah but his, his, I don't know. He's got enough. He's got enough cachet that you would believe whatever he's going to do should be all right. Yeah, right? his track record yeah. is strong enough where this, that's not an immediate concern. Like, sure, it's possible, but yeah, yeah, at least it's not being done by somebody else or something like that. Yeah, I mean, not yet. I don't know. I know. I use. I tend to be pessimistic and and just go. Just leave things like they are. <laughs> don't mess nobody around with the third the, one. Uh, <laughs> nobody said the the Hobbit movies. No honorable mentions. No, I think well, that should can... be. I think that should be on my own rule mention. I think the second movie is legit good. First one okay. Third one bad. Maybe that's not good enough to be an honorable mention, but it I mean, has when its you... qualities. When you hold it in comparison to the original Lord of the Rings, like, uh, how is it even on the same list, you know? Yeah, I just, the the first one's a legit bad movie to me. No charm, story's not great, performances aren't great, and it gave me a fucking headache from all the -the over-the-top CGI. Yeah, CGI's terrible. Yeah. Like, it's just not, I don't know. And and it kind of, going back to what we were talking about where it kind of, like, sours me, it it almost, it makes me question the Amazon series oh. even though it has nothing to do with it because i just don't know how part of the original trilogy is so 
amazing, obviously because of the performances, but so much of the practicality of it, yeah. right? Yeah. And I don't know that they're going to do that in Amazon because I just don't know that that makes sense time-wise, especially in a TV show. So I don't know, man. That tra- A lot of people were shitting on that trailer too, hmm. saying you spent a quarter of a billion dollars and this trilogy looks like, or the, the, the trailer looks like hot trash. I don't know. That, I also feel like they're trying not to give away too much. You know what I mean? No, I think that they meant visu- visually oh, it looked okay. bad. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think one one way or another. I was, yeah. I'm excited about it, but I'm also like have some reservations because I just hope that they don't lose. But I guess like I don't know, Game of Thrones did a lot of practical stuff as well, and it it looked good. So yeah. maybe they'll take some of that. I don't know. We can hope. Yep. Damien's excited. I'm though. definitely excited. All right. Anything else, guys? No. What's episode three no. about? Oh yeah. I mean, it's on the list, man. Episode three is going to kind of be a best of, so I'm gonna I'm gonna work that out on on what we're uh, talking about. If we're gonna do best like performances, most uh, your favorite scene from a trilogy, things like that. So I'm gonna hash some of that out. I have it a rough outline, but I'm gonna give some details and send that out to you guys, and we're gonna go from there. You know what? It's such a missed opportunity to have this season be just a three part. That's oh, the trilogy, <laughs> the trilogy, trilogy. That would have right. been great. You want, you want, you just want to wrap it up and end it with the next one. Yeah. Let's do just let's do quick three, I, two. I can do some I can do some editing. I can just do some voiceover uh-huh. and cut some uh, cut some editing in. How are you going to do a three part season? Find a way. I man. get a trilogy, but it just doesn't. So if we do a sequel, it's just going to be two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's going to happen is the first three episodes will be good, and then episodes four, five, and six are all going to be shit. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to bring in some other people <laughs> to, to to play the roles. We just got to make the the second batch of three just the requel or whatever that shit new term is, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like you know Damien's. I can tell Damien's angry about the requel thing. Like I made that up. <laughs> no, I, I didn't no, make I it up, dude. That's a that thing. Up. He heard it first from and me it, though, so he blames he's he's blaming the messenger. <laughs> look, the requel is a real thing, and Tyler's one of his trilogies has almost launched the requel. You know. The, the whole thing, the whole the whole phase of requels with Star Wars. So you can blame that guy for liking that shit. <laughs> Done. <laughs> it's not it's not my fault. I didn't coin the the term. I'm man. not blaming you. I'm gonna roll with it though because it makes a lot of sense. So every time you don't like something, you're like a fucking it's, requel. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty clear. So I'm with you. And the requel series. Think about them though too. So Star Wars, right? We all liked it. The first one, a requel. Almost like the definition of requel. Almost shot for shot, fucking A yeah. New Hope. Jurassic World, the first one. We all enjoyed it. Yeah. Requel. Yeah. A lot of the same shit from the first one. Yeah. True. And then they all get worse as they go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Scream, not terrible. Yeah. Requel. Like I said, requel. They're in, they're in his house at the end. <laughs> like it doesn't get more requel than being in Stu's house yeah. at the end of the movie. All right, guys, I'll see everybody for episode three. All right, everyone, that is our episode two of season one, Movie Trilogies. Hope everyone enjoyed that episode. Thanks to Damien, Greg, and Tyler for being on. Always ask for those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. You can also review the podcast now on Spotify. You just need to go to the podcast's page, and there is a a star system at the top. Five stars would be appreciated. 
Uh, rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. Always give us a follow on Instagram, at The Morning Geekdom, Facebook, and Twitter. At Morning Geekdom. I said Twitter weird. Twitter. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for everybody uh, for listening to this one, and we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. Thank you.